Hello, and welcome back to An Audience of One by Geniversity, in which we deliver spiritually uplifting content and motivation for everyday average people who could use a reminder that they have worth and value and a gift to the world that they need to share through living up to their full potential. Although this podcast is on all major platforms available to an audience of many, it is written as a letter to myself and therefore is intended to be an audience of one. But we hope that this message resonates with you and helps motivate you to improve your life through spiritual development and taking action to be the person that you were meant to be. It would be nice if along this journey you had friends and family in your corner supporting you. But the sad truth is you have no one. You're on your own. You've been on your own. You'll most likely remain on your own for a considerable amount of time. Being alone teaches you a lot of things. One of the most important is that you need to become comfortable being on your own. You see, when you thought you had people in your corner, you were comfortable, and that was part of the problem. Your comfort with that false companionship made you afraid of being alone, afraid of walking alone, afraid of standing alone. You were too concerned with being accepted. You were too concerned with being rejected. Luckily for you, there's absolutely no ambiguity now because you are alone. No kind words from Fairweather Friends is going to change that. You're on your own. And because you're on your own, and you are most likely going to remain on your own, as you go through some significant challenges in the future, you need to become comfortable with being alone, and you need to embrace it quickly. Because you're going to have to be like Frodo in the ring. Yes, yes you do, Boromir. You are simply going to just walk in and out of Mordor by yourself. And if some Sam comes along to support you and occasionally feed you Lembus bread, then great. But don't count on it. You're most likely doing this on your own. You need to stop being afraid of what everybody else is afraid of. And if you die alone in a ditch somewhere and nobody knows and nobody's able to ID your body because nobody cares, great. You need to be a hundred percent okay with the fact that this is you against the world and you are not anticipating waiting for expecting in any way shape or form that anybody's coming to the rescue you need to be as comfortable as an island as a rock in the middle of the ocean that's getting pounded by the waves of adversity and is completely and utterly unfazed and you need to be comfortable doing that for an extended period of time knowing that most likely you are not going to have any support or assistance through this journey for the foreseeable future, if at all. And if it comes, be grateful. But if it doesn't, and it most likely won't, then you need to be okay with being on your own. And that requires yourself to love yourself while acknowledging all of your faults and imperfections without allowing your self-awareness of such to cause you to fall into a sense of despair because you're afraid of how others will perceive them or how they'll perceive you if they become aware of such faults. This is very much a battle of the mind in which society has convinced us that we are in need of all of these superficial likes and friends and followers and groupies of zombies who They themselves are broken, but are continuing to pretend as if they have it all together. You've got friends, so you must be doing great. You know, if if only you were more popular, you'd feel better. Too many of us get caught up into the idea that outside validation or refutation has anything 
to do with the reality of who we are. You must remember that what you do is not judged by the number of people who support or don't support you. It's judged by how it aligns in accordance with the principles that you hold. Having everybody love you and support you has no bearing on whether or not you're actually doing the right thing. And just because people may support you at some point in time doesn't mean that they always will. So everyone supports you. You're celebrated. You have tons of friends. Great. Thousands of followers. We've been there. How did that turn out? Right? Were they, they really your supporters? Were they really your friends? Numbers are a very superficial comfort thing that when the, when the going gets tough are clearly meaningless. Yet you covet support because you've conditioned yourself that if people are with me, I must be doing the right thing. And you've been gullible to think that if people are with me, they're really with me. Public opinion is an absolute joke. You know that public opinion has no relevant bearing on the greater scheme of things when God is truly the only one who is knowing of every situation and context and every individual's capability in those specific contexts and therefore is the only one that's able to judge any situation or individual in any specific situation. So what people think is irrelevant, whether they support you or whether they don't, whether they hate you, whether they love you, all of that is irrelevant. What's relevant is your actions in regards to how they agree with the principles that you hold. So you could have absolutely no supporters and be 100% right in your actions and in your speech and in the direction that you're taking your life. On the flip side, there's no shortage of wolves shepherding sheep throughout history. So do not let the idea of supporters having any bearing on your authenticity or righteousness or the correctness of your actions penetrate your mind. Whether you have support or not is irrelevant with regards to the path that you have to take moving forward. But I implore you that you have to embrace the idea of traversing this path on your own. First and foremost, because you are. For years you've battled a silent battle, though the effects of which would be hard to see would be visible to those who would be close enough to observe them. A battle that, for the most part, people would judge you're losing, except for the fact that you've made a conscious decision to continue to fight. You see, the idea of keeping a positive mindset and making a conscious choice to struggle despite the adversity that you face around you may seem like a simple choice to the one who's not been taken by the traps of the mind which can lay a mental labyrinth that can be very difficult to navigate when seeking to move towards intellectual, physical, spiritual, and emotional health. When in reality, the battles of the mind are the most difficult because they're unseen and they're the ones that are most often lost. So it's a huge step that you've decided to continue to pursue to fight the battle that you're facing, but you're going to have to be comfortable going it alone. Only then will you become capable of choosing companionship with people who are loyal and worthy of your friendship instead of choosing people simply to fill a void because of your own loneliness. One might think that a method of such selectiveness would make the world a lonely place, but maybe it would just force people to stop treating friendship and brotherhood 
as a cheap statistic which can be measured by likes and hearts and can be discarded at the click of a button. Your companionship has to have value to it and no one is going to set that standard except for you. You've noticed that you're lonely even with friends and that's because you're looking for companionship in a state of dissatisfaction and loneliness. It's no wonder that most relationships that are gained in that manner seem so disappointing and unsatisfying. And so things have become difficult and now you find yourself alone and you've been waiting for someone to support you, to pick you up, to answer your phone calls, to believe in you, to encourage you. No one is coming. You're adrift at sea and there is no search rescue party. Nobody even notices that you're gone. And those who do are glad. So you can either sit here waiting in the abyss for someone who's not coming, or you can start swimming in the direction of land. Your problem, simply put, is that you have been as loyal as Jeremy Renner in the town with the people that you care about. You will go to war for your friends because family has always been an F word. And so you've made your friends your family. And because you've been so desperate for companionship, you've given out loyalty like Snickers on Halloween to anyone who comes knocking. And surprise, surprise, because you're so liberal with your loyalty, that loyalty has been taken advantage of. And because you take your loyalty so seriously, this has been the toughest lesson for you to learn. Because it's hard for you to hear that you've been a sucker. You've given your loyalty out to absolute punks. And it's never been reciprocated. That's why you're alone. All those leeches are gone now. How do you feel? You like that? That lesson cut deep, didn't it? That's okay. Hopefully that scar remains ugly and visible for you so that you never make that mistake again. Everybody wants to be a part of a success story. Nobody wants to build one. That's why you're alone. People don't see you as successful. So they're nowhere to be found. You had tough battles that you had to fight and they were nowhere to be found. They had your back though, just miles away so that they couldn't see the damage that was done. So remember, everybody wants to be a part of a success story. Everybody wants to be there when everything is going right. Nobody wants to help build one. Nobody wants to help people from the ground all the way up. So keep that lesson as you continue through your journey of rebuilding yourself. And remember that nobody that wasn't there at the bottom is allowed to roll with you at the top. Because as you continue your rise, they will eventually show up. You don't need support or friendship or companionship from heterotrophs, energy vampires that will leave you the second that they see you have nothing left to give or the second that adversity comes calling actually requiring them to act as true friends, they're nowhere to be found. Look, facing the world and trials alone is scary, especially when you've had burned into your mind this idea that you can't go it alone, that you need help, that you need support. But this idea that you need help, you need support, you can't go it alone is the same trap of blaming your failures on others. When you create this mindset that I can only succeed, I can only change if I have the support of other people, you're placing your success in the hands of others. If it's their fault, only they can fix it. Likewise, if you can't do it without support and help and companionship, 
then the fact that you don't have that validates the reason why you're still stuck where you are. That's garbage. You're going to drag yourself out of this situation by yourself, for yourself, come hell or high water. You need the right friends. You need the right support. You need the right environment. There's no downplaying that. There's no shortage of examples of people who found great success because of the support that was around them. Likewise, there's no shortage of people who found themselves surrounded by the wrong people and the wrong environment and then envelop themselves in failure. But that's on them. You can choose to fall to the level of your circumstances or you can choose to rise above them. If only I had help. If only I had support. Boo-hoo. You don't. So are you just going to sit there, roll over and die? Because nobody's crossing enemy lines to come back and get you. As far as they're concerned, you're KIA, brother. 80% of the people don't care about your situation. The other 20% are glad that you're in it. Falling from grace losing position, losing status, all come with a lot of pain and frustration and confusion, but also come with an amazing blessing, which is clarity. You know with absolute conviction in your heart that if there was somebody that you loved, that you cared about, that you considered a true friend, that regardless of their situation and how bad it got, you would never forsake them. You would never let them wallow in the depths of really desperate situations and not offer help, not offer assistance, regardless of how bad it got, you wouldn't give up on them. You're not afraid of getting down and dirty and going to places where most people aren't willing to go. No matter how long it took, you would fight first and foremost to protect them and second to help them till they got back on top. Why in the hell would you want companions that are not of the same mindset or level of loyalty? You feel a sense of loss and abandonment when in reality, you have to change your mindset. You should feel a sense of freedom from the attachment to falseness. Freedom from false friends, freedom from false support, freedom from reciprocating in a one-way relationship. And most importantly, freedom from the false sense of security that comes with fake friends and fair-weather fans. There's an old saying, when you rely on no one, you cannot be disappointed. It's all on you. And when it's all on you, you control what you can control and you leave the rest to God. So when you're at the bottom and you find yourself in this lonely state, don't despair. You should rejoice because it gives you an opportunity to see who's really real. Because successful people oftentimes have the problem that they never know who to really trust. Why are these people around me? Why are they my friends? Why are they supporting me? Are they here for some sort of mutual benefit? Are they here for a one-way benefit? But when you're not doing great, when you're not popular, when you're not thriving, nobody's interested in taking advantage of that situation because for the most part, they don't perceive that there's any advantage in being in that relationship in the first place. So the fact that those people aren't around is a good thing. We're social creatures by nature. We don't want to be alone. Very few people are comfortable spending time by themselves. We seek companionship. So when we find ourselves alone, we often feel like something is wrong. We have TV shows titled Alone basically emphasize the point that very few people can be without companionship for an extended period of time. Ideally, we'd love to have a supportive environment with friends and family, but that's not always possible. And in your situation, it's clearly not. At this point in your journey, having no one around you is a benefit because it allows you to focus on you. Sometimes having people around you when you are in a state that needs to be changed can be difficult because 
Sometimes the people around you are going to be detractors. Some of the people that are surrounding you might not want to see you elevate because they're just straight up haters. And at the end of the day, you don't need those people around you. Sometimes it's because they themselves are afraid to see you change because if they see themselves as an equal and they see you trying to change and improve yourself, well, people typically only try to change and improve themselves if there's something wrong. And if there's something wrong with you and they see themselves on the same level, then they have to see that there's something wrong with themselves. And it's a lot easier to put you down than to acknowledge the shortcomings within themselves. And so like we said, misery likes company, but she's not allowed on this trip. Sometimes it comes in the form of people who try to prop you up by, oh, you're fine, you're doing great, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. Those are the worst. You can't stand those people. No one should ever stand in the way of somebody else's self-improvement. And although this comes across as loving and caring, I don't know what anybody else calls it, but I just see it as just a really disgusting character trait that I can't stand. And I hate being around those people. You need to distance yourself from anyone that treats you like that. Um, you need tough coaches at this point in time. You need people who are going to be able to tell you that where you're at is not acceptable and that you need to push yourself. You need to improve. You need to get better. You need to get right. And they're there to support and love you the whole way through, but they're not going to let you off the hook. So although you might have people that are still around you, you need to be very careful that you're not going to surround yourself with people who are going to kick you while you're down. Whether that comes in the form of telling you that you're a loser and that there is no place for you to elevate, or whether it's people that are telling you that you're great. And likewise, there's no need for you to elevate. So you don't need them. You don't want them. And you also don't want the people who all disappeared when things got tough. Again, why would you want the company of people who don't want to see you succeed? Why would you want the company of people who don't care if you fail? And why would you want the company of people who only want your companionship when they see that there's some form of benefit, be it monetarily or socially? The answer is obvious. You don't want the company of such people. Better yet, you don't need them. The road ahead of you is going to be extremely difficult you're essentially walking into Mordor and back. And you definitely don't need detractors while you are on that journey. So you're most likely going to be doing this alone. You need to embrace that. And there's a huge, huge benefit of traversing this path on your own. The benefit of going it alone is that you're not seeking approval from your circle of none. There's no time wasted in considering how the circle views or approves your moves. Sometimes you're going to have to do things that are right for you that aren't right for others. Being on your own and being comfortable on your own is also important because it helps you build sincerity in your actions. Your need for companionship can oftentimes compromise your authenticity because that need for companionship forces you into a situation where you feel as if you have to filter your actions to make sure that they don't jeopardize that companionship. Your actions are filtered to make sure that they maintain those social relationships because you've fallen into that trap before where you start to concern yourself with how will my actions be received? How will they be perceived? Which causes you to guard your actions in your speech, which strips them of any sincerity. All of that is gone when you're alone. Who cares what anybody thinks? What's going to happen? Who are you going to lose? You're already alone and there's power in that. And as you continue on this 
journey of self-improvement, don't be overly concerned with being alone for too long because eventually all sorts of people are going to come back. You'll have a new problem when all of these people start coming back, which is who to let into your circle. And obviously you'll have to be selective, but you'll be doing this with the experience of having become comfortable with the idea of being alone. And so it won't be coming from a position of neediness. But once you're comfortable being alone, you no longer need anyone. And now you can select your companions based on compatibility with your ideals, your goals, your character, and for reciprocal loyalty. And when those people do come back, and they eventually will, the last thing you want to do is admit back into your circle the, oh, we were waiting for you to get right crowd. If they weren't there for you at the bottom, they're not allowed at the top. So while you might think that being alone is some form of punishment from God for your shortcomings, so he's taken all of the love and companionship out of your life, you have to see it for the blessing that it is. It's an opportunity for you to build and become stronger without the distraction of fake or detrimental companions, allowing you to grow as you stand alone like that rock in the ocean that is being pounded by the waves of adversity yet standing unfazed. So that in the future, you're able to withstand the trials that you're inevitably going to face as you do what you need to do and you say what you need to say and you be who you're meant to be without the fear of losing everything and everyone because you've already conquered that challenge of being able to walk the path alone. Support for this podcast is provided by listeners like yourself who make monthly contributions at gendiversity.com.